Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. the tournament podcast i'm nia d'amelio he's trent dozier and welcome back our favorite guest this week because <laughs> we love all our guests matt rorty hello that was hurtful to hear um <laughs> but i think for the sake of the podcast we can move past that you're right. Uh, I'm sorry. And I'll point out that Nia said that. Matt, you are my personal favorite guest. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. We are back uh, talking about the Pokemon bracket. Mm-hmm. The great and hotly contested Pokemon bracket. Yes, very hotly contested. Um, how, how, did, uh, how did you feel this week? Uh, both Matt and Nia, how did you feel as the... Uh, as the tournament progressed throughout the week, I, I know um, Matt voting didn't necessarily fall the way you thought it would, and you were making some posts about it. But yeah, Matt, give us your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm interested to hear the percentages. Other than the fact that m- most everyone's votes were clearly wrong, you know, I still kind of want to see how the numbers <laughs> shake out. So sure, sure. I was excited to watch through the week. Um, especially because we haven't done a tournament in like a month. Yeah. It was nice to know that people will still participate mm-hmm. even if we do nonsense for a month. Yeah. And and nonsense is what we've done. Well And also I just wanna say that um I think I predicted the final. Uh you did. And I'm pretty sure I predicted well a, a majority of stuff. Uh I ha I actually have a fun little um a uh, little bonus segment for us at the end. Okay. Uh, but we'll get there. And and oh, that okay. is all to say, Nia, you did predict Ooh. a lot of this tournament uh, correctly. Shall we get into it? Yes. This week's tournament was, of course, which of the original 151 Generation 1 Pokemon is the best of those Pokemon? We'll start in the upper left-hand side of the bracket. Uh, The number one seed, Charizard, absolutely blew out the 64 seed, Slowbro. Charizard advances with 83.3% of the vote, and this immediately uh, blew up Matt's whole bracket for all intents and purposes. Yeah, Matt, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, it just shows how many people love to vote in your tournaments without actually listening to the podcast, Uh, which you know. (laughs) I'm glad people are enjoying it in their own way, but you can see that it kind of violates the integrity of the of the entire practice. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and Matt, do you think it's at all possible, just at all possible, that maybe uh, some people did, in fact, listen to the podcast, but your argument for Slowbro over Charizard was not convincing enough? Is that possible? No, I would have to assume that either they were doing something else and maybe like half listening, um, or that they're very dumb. 
um, and couldn't <laughs> kind of follow along with all the nuances yeah. of my argument. Yeah, a lot of nuanced takes uh, from Matt earlier. Yeah, it was okay. kind of like my own critique of pure reason. You know, I was it was a lot of layers. You know, and you got to kind of follow the entire uh, stack as I build it up. But yeah, you know, I hear you. I that's hear how you. it goes sometimes. Well, maybe in a future tournament, people will learn from their mistakes on this tournament. Yeah. Good. When we do, which continental philosopher is the best continental philosopher? Then we can we can get right back into it. Oh my God. Okay, moving on. The 33-seed Charmeleon defeated the 32-seed Gold Duck. Charmeleon advances with 70.8% of the vote. Thoughts D- here? Disappointing margin. I, I, I would have hoped it would have been closer. Yeah. The 17-seeded Raichu defeated the 48-seeded Marowak in a close one. Raichu advances. Boo. Yeah, absolutely wild. <laughs> Raichu advances with 58.3% of the vote. A prediction I personally got correct. At least it was close. Ish. Well, it was, yeah, it was respectable. 58%. Less than 60-40 is always close yeah. in my book. Uh, the 49-seed Hitmonlee takes down the 16-seeded Starmie. An even closer matchup, Hitmonlee advances with 55.3% of the vote. Kick that star right in its little okay. star hole. All right. The number nine seed Jolteon crushes the 56 seed Kabutops. Jolteon advances with 85.4% of the vote. And the 24 seeded Haunter pretty pretty easily defeated the 41 seed Polyrath. Haunter advances with 72.3% of the vote. Matt, I think you had Polyrath there, if I recall correctly. I could have sworn I had Haunter. I thought we were trying to talk Nia into it. Well, someone had Polyrath. It was probably me. Well, sorry to one of you two, because I know I had Haunter. That's okay. I predicted the final two. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, the 40-seeded Eevee defeated the 25-seeded Nidoqueen. Uh, Eevee advances with 81.3% of the vote. Yeah, An easy bitch. victory that we all predicted. Uh, and finally, the final matchup of the opening round of the upper left-hand side of the bracket the 8-seeded Arcanine defeats the 57-seeded Machoke. Arcanine advances with 68.8% of the vote. Shouldn't have been that close. <laughs> yeah, overall, not a ton of close matchups in that mm-hmm. in that, in that that first round mm-hmm. of the upper left-hand side of the bracket. Let's see if things tightened up going into the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one seed Charmeleon, or uh, excuse me, Charizard, defeated its... Uh, <coughs> Evolutor, that's probably, that's not the, evol- uh, it's previous stage of, uh, we all know what I'm saying, uh, the, it's teenage version, 33 seed Charmeleon, Charizard advances, 81.8% of the vote, another dominating victory for Charizard. The 17 seeded Raichu defeats the 49 seeded Hitmonlee, Raichu advances with 71.9% of the vote, none of us had Raichu making it this far. Yeah, this is insane, I think. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, a lot of, it's like, what are we, you know, uh, I don't, I don't like it, um, I don't like what people do, and I didn't like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, sure. Do you, uh, well, do we think Raichu was writing a boost of being a Pikachu evolution, and Matt, of course, made the argument, you know, that, um, 
Pikachu was literally scared to turn into Raichu, so he's got to be a bad guy or something. But conversely, maybe people were voting on power sets or something. So people were like, wow, Pikachu's so scared to turn into Raichu because he doesn't know what awesome power he will acquire. And Raichu is the evil. Do we think uh, that could have played a factor? I think it's probably just that Raichu looks cuter than um, any of the opponents so far. And we did get some feedback that people were voting on cuteness. Yeah. And and that was... Which doesn't out. explain a later huge upset. So I need to know these people who claim that they were voting this way because they, they fuck up later. But I don't know. Hitmonlee also kind of like... I know that you're big on him, Trent, but he kind of sucks too. So I think yeah. once Raichu got past Marowak, I think that, that that Sweet 16 birth was in the bag. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely Fair. more pro uh, Hitmonchan than Hitmonlee, but you are correct. I also do like Hitmonlee. Um, okay, moving on. The 9-seeded Jolteon defeats the 24-seeded Haunter. Jolteon advances with 57.6% of the vote. I think one. that's. I think that was appropriately uh, voted mm-hmm. upon. Mm-hmm. Jolteon wins, but it was close. Mm-hmm. And finally... The 40-seed Eevee defeats the 8-seeded Arcanine. Eevee advances with 63.6% of the vote. Again, we all thought Eevee would be making it this far, so... Hell yeah. Not surprised. Uh, Moving on, the 1-seed Charizard defeated the 17-seeded Raichu. Charizard advances with 69, nice .6% of the vote. Okay, this is, again... Charizard won his first two matchups with over 80% of the vote, and then... Under 70%, you know, Raichu, Raichu. Gets, gets that um, 30% of the vote. It's I. It's weird. Yeah, I just, uh, I wasn't, ex- I don't, I can't explain the Raichu run at all. Oh. And then, uh, finally, this is the, uh, we had two um, last second buzzer beaters, if you will. Uh, and this is, this is the first of them. Uh, the nine seeded Jolteon held off the forty seeded Eevee. Insane. One one vote separated Jolteon from Eevee, God. and it was Jolteon who advanced with fifty two point two percent of the vote, ruining all three of our Eevee. Uh, <coughs> we all had Eevee going pretty far. Uh, now this was um, uh, time time ran out uh, on the day's voting, and so I had to I had to call my brother and. Quinn Dozier, we all know, is the one who essentially had the power in his hands and put Jolteon through over Eevee. So, so and why is that? Your, I don't. That'd, be a, that'd be a question for Quinn. Uh, seems like maybe he was voting pro uh, evolution versus uh, pro stage one. I don't know. Maybe something something along those lines. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to follow up with Quinn. Matt, I'll text you separately, and that that will be a mystery for the rest of the listeners. Uh, and then the finals matchup. You couldn't even do. pet Jolteon. <laughs> He's got spikes. Porcupine dog. You don't have to convince me that Eevee's the best Pokemon, that's for sure. We all had Eevee going far. We all had Eevee in the in the finals of this region, and to not see her there... Is... Quinn must atone. <laughs> Quinn must atone. <laughs> well, I will. I'll, a little tease. He plays the tiebreaker later as well. So Damn it. We'll see if he is. He should not. There. You got to pick a new ringer. Quinn should not have all this power. Uh, uh, the finals matchup for the upper left hand side of the bracket the one seed Charizard 
wins the region and moves into the final four, taking down the ninth seed Jolteon. Charizard advances with 74.2% of the vote. So when all said and done, it didn't pretty, even matter. Pretty easy sailing for Charizard all the way through. First of all, I think that an EV Charizard matchup would have been a lot closer than this yes, one. Yes, I agree. Uh-huh. Um, and second, I, I know that we already talked about it, but now that we're finally at the final four, Matt, how do you feel about Charizard being the victor of the re- <laughs> that region? Bad. Bad. I feel bad about it. Uh, fraud run. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this other than everyone's dumb and they shouldn't uh, be allowed to hold the franchise, you know? Yeah, (laughs) sure. Uh, Okay, we're moving on to the lower left-hand side of the bracket. The four-seeded Dragonite absolutely destroyed the 61-seed Kingler. Dragonite advances with 89.6% of the vote. No surprise there. The 36-seeded Mewtwo equally destroyed the 29-seeded Aerodactyl. Mewtwo advances with the same exact score and 89.6% of the vote. Matt, not a pick you had. You had Aerodactyl going through, and Mewtwo absolutely annihilated. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to that's gonna be happening a lot here. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we don't have to dwell on every time it comes up. <laughs> Probably pick and choose our spots. <laughs> I know, I haven't been dwelling on that. I thought I did pick that spot. <laughs> uh, the 20-seated Vaporeon defeats the 45-seated Moltres. Vaporeon advances with 68.8% of the vote, so close to being nice. The 13-seated Squirtle dominates the 52-seated Psyduck. Squirtle advances with 85.4% of the vote. Now, as I said, this was personally one of the toughest matchups for me and I was sad to see Psyduck get blown out. I would have I would have I thought Squirtle would win, but I was hoping for a little more a little of a bit. respectable showing. I agree. You took the words out of my mouth. And I'm pretty sure that um former guest JDV mm. uh, identified this as one of his, one of his tough difficult matchups. Yeah. He texted us um JDV John Del Vicio who did uh who joined us for our best Adam Sandler movie uh, bracket texted us a number of matchups yeah uh that he was very upset about <laughs> and i'm pretty sure this was one of them oh it definitely was psyduck's kind of a whiner i don't think this was a close one mm. he's just a guy who's in pain so i guess i'm like hmm, who am i gonna choose a pokemon that's cool and good or a guy who's constantly in pain <laughs> a guy who's just that's screaming fair. constantly <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i didn't think of it like Psyduck He's stuck really in... acting like an asshole duck and Squirtle being like finger guns, sunglasses Pokemon. I, th- I think there are two there are two Pokemon that could be in the Hellraiser franchise, and Psyduck is one of them, and the other one's Mr. Mime. And either uh... either of them would fit in perfectly. Uh, okay, moving on. Another domination is the twelve seated Blastoise defeats the fifty three seated Kangaskhan. Blastoise advances with 89.4% of the vote. Oh, what the heck? Are you seeing this? Yes. What's this? New votes are coming in. A, a, late, a late surge for Kangaskhan. This is going to upend the entire bracket. Wow. Honestly, this has never happened before. Okay, Nia is with me right now, watching live. As I tell you that, I'm looking at a 50-50 vote. Between Jigglypuff and Zapdos, 
but that was not the case when I I must have forgot to close them. We honestly did get some late votes, I think. Uh-oh. Zapdos moved on originally. But th this is showing 50-50 right now. <laughs> well, I guess let's get Quinn involved. <laughs> oh. Too bad Trent doesn't have any other brothers who can come in and shed some light on this. I will, I will say, to be fair, both times I did call Bryce first and he did not answer. So I defaulted to Quinn. <laughs> Uh, wow, I just, I, this has literally never happened before. Anyways, uh, well, Zapdos would lose the next round, I know that. Um, wow, wow, this is a crazy moment happening live. This is akin to, uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at oh my the God, Oscars. Is it? No one knows what's going on. It's madness over at the Tourney Podcast. Everything's being thrown into question. Uh, but we'll move on. <laughs> What got the, thrown into question for you when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? <laughs> what exactly did you start questioning at that moment, Trent? Uh, well, uh, the broadcast kind of cut out. And on a personal note, I was on the phone with Nia when it was happening because Nia was in Chicago and we were on the phone with each other. And I was literally like, I don't know if my Roku is glitching right now or what the hell's going on or if that was a bit. And then the whole broadcast was thrown into chaos. And then everyone forgot about the broadcast. And then Twitter for the next hour was just people trying to watch the film and figure out if it was real or not. And now, <laughs> I got to assume, Twitter's going crazy right now with the Zapdos jiggling <laughs> controversy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the 37-seeded Mew defeats the 28-seeded Hitmonchan. Mew advances with 83% of the vote. And finally, the 5-seeded Lapras defeats the 60-seeded Sandslash. Lapras advances with 73.9% of the vote. That's my boy right there. So overall, just blowout after blowout in that region, except for maybe one oversight on my end. It can't all be perfect. <laughs> Uh, it took a year and a half for me to... I know, that's honestly that impressive, I think. Oh, man. So funny. Okay, moving on. Here is the other tiebreaker, Matt, and I cannot... That I, we did break. I'm, I'm looking now, and I know you're going to be mad. Uh, oh, no, you're going to be happy. The four-seeded Dragonite defeated the 36-seeded Mewtwo. One vote, one vote from a Quinn Dozier, uh, separated Victor from a loser, and it was Dragonite advancing with 51.5% of the vote. Just, like, try looking at Mewtwo's body for a little bit and be like, am I actually into this? <laughs> am I into this? I feel like they both are a little pear-shaped. Yeah, but... Dragon I mean, Dragonite's, Dragonite's definitely like bottom-heavy. Like a legit pear. Yeah. Mewtwo's like if a, a Mewtwo's like a dried-out pear is his body, you know? Mewtwo was like, they were like, let's create the anxiety Pokemon. The problem with all the Pokemon is that they're too happy. What if we had a guy who, a Pokemon who was having a horrible time and hated the fact that he existed? <laughs> this is a big hit with the kids. The kids this can't get enough of the depression Pokemon. Oh my god. Oh yeah, he's questioning his whole existence. I love this guy. Uh, okay, the 13-seated Squirtle. Defeated the 20-seeded Vaporeon. Squirtle advances with 69, nice, 0.7% of the vote. The 12-seeded Blastoise dominated the 21-seed Zapdos. Blastoise advances with 78.8% of the vote. And you gotta wonder, 
could Jigglypuff have put up a better uh, fight than Zapdos did against Blastoise? We'll I think never know. probably, but I think Blastoise still would have won. Uh, and then finally, the 37-seeded Mew defeats the five-seeded Lapras. Three votes, oh. three votes separated uh, winner from loser here. Good Mew call. advances with 54.5 percent of the vote. Sorry to this man. This man being Nia, she got oh. that one wrong. Lapras is a little cutie. Mew sucks. Uh, okay, in an utter domination, not an utter domination, but a big win. Uh, the 13-seeded Squirtle takes down the 4-seeded Dragonite. Squirtle advances with 60.9% of the vote. So close to so nice. Uh, and then finally, oh, this might have been a tiebreaker too, although I don't remember if it happened naturally or if I had to call Quinn on this one. I know for a fact the other two I had to call Quinn. Anyways, one vote separated Mew from Blastoise. Uh, and it was Mew who advanced with 52.2% of the vote. So Mew, Mew fighting fighting his way through, uh, squeaking it out. Uh, but finally, he would fall to Squirtle in the finals of the lower left-hand side of the bracket. Squirtle wins the region with 58.1% of the vote. It was a tight squeeze, but I remained victorious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we move to the upper right-hand side of the bracket. The two-seated Snorlax uh, dominates the 63-seated Dragonair. Snorlax advances with 72.9% of the vote. In uh, a bit of a tight one, the 31-seated Rapidash defeats the 34-seated Cubone. Rapidash advances with 58.3% uh, of the vote. 18-seeded Bulbasaur pretty easily dispatches of the 47-seed Kadabra. Bulbasaur advances with 81.3% of the vote. In a, a bit of a shocker to me and Matt, I think Nia predicted this one correctly, 15-seeded Articuno pretty, pretty easily dominated the 50-seeded Porygon. Articuno advances with 75.6% of the vote. I was surprised this wasn't at least uh, closer. I think Matt might have gotten this right now. I got it. No, I according to this, we all guessed Por. I think I bullied Nia into guessing Porygon. Uh, <laughs> if I recall, Nia did not remember who Articuno was. Uh, yeah, that's probably accurate. Which is a good reason not to vote for one of the Pokemon <laughs> if you literally can't remember. But I get it. I've talked. To, I talked a lot of shit about Mewtwo, so I get it. They're like <laughs> the voters don't like when man plays God with Pokemon. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, the 10-seeded Scyther uh, defeats the 55-seeded Ghastly with an even 66% of the vote. The 42-seeded Volpix dominated the 23-seeded Cloyster. Volpix advances with 80.9% of the vote. Uh, the 39-seeded Pikachu easily moves past the 26-seeded Gollum. Pikachu advances with 85.4% of the vote. And finally, Gyarados, the 7th seed, easily moves on past the 58th seed Pidgeot. As Nia said, it's right there in the name. Idiot. Gyarados <laughs> advances with 76.6% of the vote. When you were on the Pikachu-Gollum matchup, I know this Pokemon was not in our tournament, but I just glanced, flash glanced, and I really thought that Gollum said Goldeen. And that would, be, <laughs> that would have been very funny. Goldine, Goldine, Goldine. Uh, uh, in the next round of the upper right-hand side of the bracket, the two-seated Snorlax 
easily moves on past the 31-seeded Rapidash. Snorlax wins the matchup with 72.7% of the vote. I mean, what? Also winning with 72.7% of the vote, Bulbasaur advances past Articuno. What, why do you say, I mean, what? Did you think Rapidash and Snorlax would be tighter? Well, I you, mean... I, you still don't understand the Snorlax. I so. don't understand the Snorlax thing, but I also really liked and found this to be true throughout the rest of the tournament. Obviously not this. But, I, Matt, I really liked yours and I believe Elizabeth's argument about horse girls. And to watch Rapidash just so... Not even put up a fight against I got, Snorlax. I, I just be don't honest, get it. I gotta be honest. The horse girls overall didn't really show up. In this no. Time. Yeah. Big, big disappointment from the horse girl contingency on this. I don't know if they weren't aware what happened. <laughs> big oversight though by the prediction committee. We had we had tried to unskew the polls. We were like, this is clearly undercounting horse girls, uh, and we and we thought we had weighted them correctly. But man, when the actual votes came in, it was clear that. There just wasn't the voter mobilization among them. No. Sad. It was sad to see. Uh, the uh, 42-seeded Vulpix holds off the 10-seeded Scyther. Three votes separated winner from loser in this one. Vulpix wins, advancing with 54.5% of the vote. I think at least Nia had that pick, and Matt might have had Vulpix as well. I know I had Scyther. I just know that was one that I felt like was going to be close, and, and it was. Uh, one that I thought was going to be even closer. I I remember saying on the podcast that I thought this matchup would be one of the closest of the whole tournaments, and it, it really wasn't. Uh, the 39-seeded Pikachu defeats the 7-seeded Gyarados. Pikachu moves on with 60.6% of the vote. And I, I don't know. I thought there'd be more respect for the power of Gyarados and whatnot. But, uh, I but mean, at, at the end of the day, he's just a big snake. Yeah, and at the end of the day, Pikachu had a pretty strong run through the tournament as well uh okay moving on the two-seated snorlax defeated the 18-seated bulbasaur and i'm not surprised that snorlax won but i am surprised again that it was not close at all snorlax moves on with 69.6 percent of the vote the snorlax victories actually convinced me that people did listen to the podcast <laughs> or you don't understand the Snorlax yeah. continues. I mean, I know they all like they all skip the first forty-eight minutes where I talk about Charizard, and they they only listen to the back half where we talk about the other three regions. Uh, uh, and in the other matchup, the thirty-nine seated Pikachu defeats the forty-two seated Vulpix. Pikachu advances with sixty point nine nice-ish percent of the vote. And that gave us the matchup uh, for the region between the two-seeded Snorlax, the 39-seeded Pikachu, and in the end, the face of the franchise advances with 58.1% of the vote. So, it, you know, kind of close, but Pikachu, um, in the end, like I said, makes a strong run here. <coughs> Perfect. We can cut that out. Uh, okay, and finally... The lower right-hand side of the bracket. The three-seeded Gengar dominated the 62-seeded Chansey. Gengar advances with 74.5% of the vote. The 30-seeded Machamp dominated the 35-seeded Rhydon. Machamp advances with 72.3% of the vote. A victory for all our Machamps out there. The... And a crushing defeat for everyone who likes Pokemon. <laughs> 
The 19-seeded Flareon defeated the 46-seeded Ponita. Flareon advances with 72.9% of the vote. The 14-seeded Charmander easily moves on past the 51-seeded Pidgeotto. Charmander takes 85.4% of the vote in that one. The 11-seeded Ivysaur has no trouble with the 54-seeded Poliwhirl. Ivysaur advances with 70.8% of the vote. The 22-seeded Ninetales defeats the 43-seeded Growlithe. Ninetales advances with 68.8% of the vote. The 38-seeded Wartortle defeated the 27-seeded Nidoking. Wartortle advances with 62.5% of the vote. And finally, the 6-seeded Alakazam easily moves on past the 59-seeded Seedra. Alakazam with 74.5% of the vote. Nothing uh, really close or shocking mm -hmm. in that opening round Agreed. of that region. Uh, 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 oh, oh, this is another one, one voter. Uh, uh, or another one percenter. Oh, yeah, this was one. Okay, you can definitely blame Quinn for this one, everybody. I know that for a fact. Uh, one vote separated Victor from loser, and it was the 30-seated Machamp. Moving on over the three-seated Gengar. Machamp advances with 51.5% of the vote. Now, I don't know for a fact, but I could speculate that maybe Quinn has a similar affinity for the uh, Machop, Machoke, Machamp boys that I do. Uh, I don't know. That's just a guess. Who's to say? Send your, send your hate mail to Quinn Dozier. Quinn. <laughs> University of Oregon. Uh, the 14-seeded Charmander defeats the 19-seeded Flareon in a respectably close battle. Charmander advances with 57.6% of the vote. Another one that was uh, a bit close. Uh, three votes separated winner from loser here. The 22-seeded Ninetales holds off the 11-seeded Ivysaur. Ninetales advances with 54.5% of the vote. And finally, the 6-seeded Alakazam kind of dominated the 38-seeded Wartortle. Alakazam advances with 68.8% of the vote. Wow. That was one where I think all three of us had Wartortle advancing there. And uh, I, 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 uh, I definitely had Ivysaur advancing, too. I remember I was trying to set up that Battle of the Teens, but... Uh, Alakazam, people were respecting his power in a way that they were not respecting maybe Gyarados earlier or someone yeah. else. I like to think that they were respecting his seniority <laughs> more than his power, you know? He's got yeah, a kind sure. of like old Bill Russell kind of wisdom to him, you know? Listen, I have 11 titles. Please, just I'll coach and play. It'll be fine, everybody. Alakazam definitely has like... Uh, a rarely used but really involved like liquor cart and you're like <laughs> yes. there's no way he's drinking all of them but he's familiar with all of them he can whip up a cocktail but he doesn't have to you know he's an old no. guy he's like i'm not drinking that much but it is there i, I can picture it now going over the the younger generation going over to alakazam's house listen you guys aren't playing the game the right way okay we're moving on the the 14-seeded Charmander defeats the 30-seeded Machamp. Charmander advances with 65.2% of the vote. And Ninetales, a shocking uh, Elite Eight entry. I don't think any of us had Ninetales going this far. I Nine did. Tails. Did you? Yeah, I did. This was the horse girl stuff. <laughs> oh. Well, Ninetales takes down Alakazam, moving to the finals of the uh, region with 60.9% nice-ish percent of the vote. Uh, and then, 
Yeah, you're right. That was Ninetales was the horse that made the run, and pretty much every other horse was eliminated uh, immediately. immediately. Yeah, Ninetales most famous for being a horse, so no surprise here <laughs> that Ninetales is the horse with the longest run. <laughs> well, the run stops here as the 14 seeded Charmander defeats the 22 seeded Ninetales to move into the final four. Charmander advances. It was close, but in the end, uh, 54.8% of the vote sends Charmander through. <clears throat> so, this gives us our final four matchups. Left side of the bracket saw the one seeded Charizard versus the 13 seeded Squirtle, which is. I believe exactly what Nia and I both had predicted. And the right side of the bracket had the 14-seeded Charmander versus the 39-seeded Pikachu. Uh, oh, no, I actually had Mew, so Nia had that. Nia had the final four exactly correct. Oops. <laughs> uh, both of these matchups were relatively close, um, but definitive. The 13-seed Squirtle defeats the one-seeded Charizard Squirtle advances with 56.3% of the vote, and the 39-seeded Pikachu defeats the 14-seeded Charmander. Pikachu advances with 60.6% of the vote. This was exciting because both lower seeds won. I thought you were going to say, this was exciting because not only did I predict the Final Four correctly, but I also predicted the championship matchup correctly. Well, I already said that, but... <laughs> Like, for, because we keep track of which seed won each bracket for our eventual tournament of champions. Right. Um, and so this will be like, I, I wonder where uh, this stuff will fall. Like, when it all shakes out uh, in uh -huh. the grander scheme. So yes. that's why I'm excited that lower seeds are in the final. Yeah. Well, uh, I can also tell you right now. Uh, the final is the 13-seeded Squirtle versus the 39-seeded Pikachu. Uh, both would be, or either, I should say, would be, yeah, or both, whatever, would be uh, semi-historic wins. The highest seed we've ever had win is a 14-seed. Mm -hmm. It's happened twice. Um, uh, uh, the Last Jedi won our best Star Wars tournament. And the uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland won our best Christmas song tournament. Both of those won the tournament as 14 seeds. So Squirtle winning as a 13 seed would be uh, the second highest seed we've ever had winning. Uh, and Pikachu winning as a 39 seed would be definitively the highest seed we've ever had win a tournament. 85 so, Nova shit for sure. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild either way. Um, any final thoughts before we reveal the winner? A as we all know, Matt, like everyone else, um, knows the results of every single thing up until this point. So it's gonna be a big shocking reveal for Matt, as well as it will be for all of you. Uh, any any final prediction, Matt? Yeah, my guess is it won't be super shocking because there's only two possible outcomes at this point. So I feel pretty well steeled for for either choice um i would guess pikachu um probably at this point but i'm ex i'm excited to see what wow. comes next well here we go uh i also predicted pikachu but i predicted him a week ago and nia predicted this exact matchup of pikachu versus squirtle and she has a squirtle victory uh and if that comes to fruition then she has the perfect final four bracket all right here we go 
Wow, it's been about two months since I've done this, so let's see if I still... Let's see if he's still got it. Let's see if he's still got it. Uh-oh, Jordan's throwing on the 45. Here he comes. When Matt Rorty, attorney at Pod, asked the question via us here at the Tournament Podcast, which of the original 151 Generation 1 Pokemon is the best of that batch of Pokemon? We asked you the listenership the viewership the uh votership the friendship the fellowship the attorneys at pod to please vote please tell us which of these pokemon is the very best in the end it kind of was not close at all with 67.9 percent of the vote throwing on the shades throwing up the finger guns (laughs) It's Squirtle! <laughs> Squirtle rolling down the street with his victory, strutting along, finger gunning everybody. Hey, hey, hey. And Incredible. Nia, a dominating performance from you. Oof. Thank you. Oof. Thank you. This you know- goes to show the less I know about a bracket, <laughs> the more likely I am to predict it correctly. That's true. Well, that's how many people do you think vote in your brackets because they're genuinely engaged each week and how many are just like it's fun to vote oh that'd be an interesting (laughs) percentage honestly i think it varies based on what the tournament is yeah like this is (laughs) this is a crazy example uh but my both of my parents are are very engaged in Mm. in the in the tournaments and this week uh i was actually home uh last weekend when um, we right after we had recorded with you originally Matt and my dad was like what's this week's tournament and I said best Pokemon and he just goes ah I don't know that (laughs) so so, you know but like you know a majority of the tournaments both him and my mom can participate in and even even in the sense of this tournament like you could have turned on and just been like I'm going through and voting for whoever's the cutest and that's that you know well I will also say that um, as I've mentioned before, all of my cousins are extremely engaged in yes. the podcast, <clears throat> and all of them on my uh, mom's side have children. Yeah, and I know for a fact that everybody in the house votes. Yeah, there's there's four votes per house, um, and what did uh, what did Sammy and Benny think of your "Don't Worry, Darling" breakdown? <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Um, but I know, like, like so, like, my cousin Kevin may have been voting, like, because he knows Pokemon. But he literally told us that his daughter Maddie was voting on cuteness. Yeah. So, like, in, in, in houses, there's a divide between that question. What does best mean to you? It's different to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But not well, now. Now we have a definitive scientific answer. We do. Unimpeachable yes. evidence. Exactly. And and speaking of scientific answers and unimpeachable evidence, Matt, I honestly can't remember if you said this offline last week or if you literally said it on the podcast. But it was a throwaway it was a throwaway comment you made. And you said oh, are he we... texted us. Oh, was this a text? He I was think like he texted us. Matt said, Are we going to be tracking the results uh, uh NCA tournament style? Like uh as in if you uh do the NCAA tournament and you're like, you know, gambling on it and you submit your bracket 
in a lot of places, you can do it where you get points for the number of picks you get correct, and you also can do one where, like, you get points based on, like, if you get a first-round matchup right, it's worth one point. If you get a second round, it's worth two, and et cetera, et cetera. So, <clears throat> for the first time in Turning Pod history, I uh, tracked that throughout the tournament, which I'm sure Matt will be disappointed to hear because he got absolutely slaughtered. It's going to be tough if you don't nail those uh, five twelve upsets. I mean, you're you're dead in the water right away. So. Yes, uh, Nia Nia dominated across the board. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Matt got forty of sixty three picks correct for a total of sixty four points. Um, Nia or I got uh, forty eight out of sixty three points correct for a total of eighty three points, and Nia got 50, <clears throat> 50 out of sixty three. Uh, uh, predictions correct for a total of 93 points. And uh, Nia was on fire throughout the majority of this tournament. And honestly, I I was pretty close to you for most of it. And then the final four is where you really pulled away. Reminiscent um, of my MCU victory, yeah. to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Because I've never... I haven't seen the vast majority of MCU films, and I only got one matchup in the whole bracket wrong. Yes, yes. Uh, so, th- that's the stats, baby. That's the I stats really, and numbers. I really do think, I know I kind of said it as a joke, but I really do think that the less you know, the more you're able to predict, like, a general... Yeah, a general view, because you yes. have a general view. Yes, because, like, you're just a plebe. Yeah. Great point. My problem this week was that I knew too much. I was too smart and thoughtful about how I was choosing various Pokemon in a way that all the simpletons who could barely figure out how to open up their Google Docs to vote uh, (laughs) simply didn't have to worry about, you know? You know, Matt, I think I knew that you were in trouble from the second that you said Slowbro would be Charizard. Uh... From the second we started recording last week, I think I knew Matt was I in thought, trouble. uh-oh. Uh, That's not good. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough out here sometimes. You know, I've had I've had poor showings as well. Uh, in fact, I have poor showings more often than not. So, But still, I think we all got a majority of the matchups. Yeah, for, right? getting 40 out of 63 was a lot better than I assumed when you started that breakdown. <laughs> So that's good. And, you know, the commentary that you provided, Matt, is really invaluable. Yeah, I hope that your young uh, cousins really enjoyed uh, all the commentary. <laughs> My old cousins do live in the, or do listen to the podcast. I don't think their children do, though. The young the young ones just vote. <laughs> They're all, like, and this 10 is, and, and under. And, and I'll say <laughs> this, I'll say this right now. Uh, this is exactly what Matt's talking about. People are out here, children are out here voting, but not listening to the podcast. No, we gotta get our, we gotta get earbuds in these kids' ears. No, don't that's, listening. That's why I'm like raise the voting age, you know, to like thirty minimum. <laughs> that's so funny. Kids oh vote and they don't listen. This is what I, this is what I keep telling all the young people around me: is you vote, but you don't listen. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've been saying it for a long time. As the witch in Into the Woods said, children should listen. That's right. <sighs> well, this tournament was an absolute blast. And Matt, <clears throat> as predicted, you were an absolute uh, gem of a guest. We had a great time. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on, on, on our journey this week. 
Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm sorry that uh, I'm sorry that our I'm sorry that our listenership and maybe more importantly our votership is is filled with idiots. Who don't yeah, they kind of personally <laughs> personally betrayed me. You know, like yeah. they it kind of like they all had it out for me individually and decided to. Yeah, it does. It when when things unison. don't when things don't go your way, it does yeah. feel incredibly personal. Yeah, a <laughs> couple of pidgeots. Yeah, voting bunch of pidgeots out there. Uh, very fun, very fun wordplay there, Nia. Thank you, Trent. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, thanks for joining us. This was great. Uh, Nia, thank you to you. Thank you, Trent. Me, thank you to me. Everybody thank you, listening. Nia. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Everybody listening, thank you, attorney, attorneys at pod. Um, voters, thank you, even though you might never hear this. Uh, we still appreciate you, even if you're voting incorrectly. Uh, next week, we're back with another tournament and, and another guest. It's going to be in the, uh, in the uh, spirit, if you will, of the spooky season. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> the, the scariest topic of all. Which Halloween candy is the best Halloween Ooh. candy? Uh, and we will be joined by my former roommate, Scotty Salton. And big brothers, well, yes. Scotty Salton. Well, yeah, I mean... To, and to be fair, he lived with me before he lived with all of you. So, yeah. uh, uh, that's so true. You you were H O H before <laughs> Scotty ever had the chance. Well, I'll, and to be fair to Scotty, he was certainly the head of our household. Uh, I well, he maybe he'll tell us, but there was a whatever. There was a there was a fart tracker in my room because I was the last one to move in, and him and Cam, former guest of the podcast, Cam Hurt would uh, load my room up with farts before I moved in. And that's the kind of humor you could expect on next week's podcast. Uh, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this journey called Tourney. Matt, thank you most of all. Uh, remember to uh, practice uh, Pokemon Snap safely. Don't just be walking out into traffic. Uh, are people still doing that? Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go, yeah, whatever the one that was popular five years ago was. Uh, and remember, may the thing with the most votes wins. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Tourney Pod. You can email us at tournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to hear more about our next tournament, which Halloween candy is the best Halloween candy.